Wildfire. Ranger Bill, warrior of the woodland, struggling against extreme odds, traveling dangerous trails, fighting the many enemies of nature. This is the job of the guardian of the forest, Ranger Bill. Pouring rain, freezing cold, blistering heat, snow, floods, bears, rattlesnakes, mountain lions. Yes, all this in exchange for the satisfaction and pride of a job well done. terrible sounds of someone wrecking a house. Only the house isn't supposed to be wrecked, and there's going to be great anger when the owner finds it out. This isn't the only home that's been wrecked either by this vandal, nor will it be the last. You know, this is one vandal that can't be blamed for the damage he's done. <laughs> You'll probably think I've got holes in my head when I say that, but it's true. This is not the fault of the wrecker, but it's the fault of the one who owns the place being wrecked. Well, enough riddles for now. Let's get on with the story, The Marauder of Goose Lake. Hello, Jesse. Give me Martin Harbinger's place in Naughty Pine. Yep. Well, sure, I'll wait. <laughs> Don't have much choice, I guess. Thank you, Jesse. Hello. Yep, this is old Abner. Hey, you'd better come out here and take a look at your place, Martin. What's wrong? Why, it looks like a cyclone hit it. I don't know. Yep, I'll see you later. Goodbye. I'd better look around here and see how many more places have been broken into and wrecked around Goose Lake. What a mess. What a miserable mess. It really is a mess, ain't it, Martin? That's the understatement of the year. Flour and sugar all over the floor. Canned goods spilled out. Part of the wall torn away. Well, whoever did this sure wanted to cause a lot of damage. Yeah, it looks like they were after food. Well, maybe. But I'd say they wanted to destroy property and make work for me. How many other summer homes have been broken into? Yeah, about half a dozen or so. We'd better notify the owners and then see what can be done about this. I've already called the others, Martin. They're on the way out here now. Fine. Let's go meet them. Boy, what a job that house wrecker did on my place. Well, it looks like your place is the last one so far, Rudy. Yeah. But what's to stop more homes from being damaged? Nothing. Especially since we don't know who did it. I wouldn't say that your remark is exactly true, Rudy. You mean to tell us you know who did this? Well, sure. No, no, no. Don't get so all fired up about it. Well, who did it? Tell us so we can have him arrested. You aren't going to have this fellow arrested, Sonny. <laughs> that fellow that wrecked your homes, 
is a bear. A bear? Maybe we can't have him arrested, but we sure can get the rangers in on this. They got a lot of nerve letting bears run loose that will do this kind of damage. Let's go in town and tell Bill Jefferson a thing or two. Yeah, I'd like to give him a piece of my mind. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's get in our cars and head for town. Okay, let's go. Hundreds of dollars worth of damage done to our homes, and you sit there with I told you so look on your face. What kind of ranger are you, anyhow? We pay taxes for protection, and all you do is sit there and smile. Well, maybe you don't know it, mister, but we pay your salary, and if you don't give us satisfaction, we'll go to your superiors. You got a lot of crust letting bears run loose close to civilized areas and letting them do damage. I got half a mind to bring suit against the government for this. What's the matter with this ranger, fellas? He doesn't seem to be the least bit concerned. Maybe he hasn't got his hearing aid turned in right. Well, the feller doesn't need a hearing aid the way you fellers beller. You sound like a couple of young bulls on spring pasture. Maybe if you fellers would cool off and sit down like gentlemen, you might get someplace with Bill. Are you gentlemen through running off at the mouth? Yeah, I've said all I want to say. All right. Have a seat. Now, you fellas come in here and fly off the handle. I let you blow because when a man's all worked up, it's good for him to get it off his chest, even if he's wrong. Are you saying we're wrong? I am. Uh, how do you figure that? Every year we put up signs telling you people not to leave food in your summer home. Yeah, I'll say there's signs. Why, the letters are a foot high, black on white. Every year you folks suffer damage because you think you're smarter than the rangers and twice as wise as the bears. Ah, that bad thinking. We know bears smell food a mile off. They have many ways to break in house. That's right. Each year you fellas build stronger storage rooms... Because you're too lazy to haul your foodstuffs back to town. And each year you come to us and cry your eyes out because of your own stupidity. And frankly, I'm getting sick and tired of it. And that's why I sit here with the I told you so attitude. Because you don't seem to be able to get it through your thick heads that bears are very capable house wreckers. <laughs> it's telling them, Sonny. I'm sick and tired of their annual complaints, too. Especially when they won't cooperate with us. Good day, gentlemen. Good day. You mean to sit there and tell us you're not going to do anything about this? Yeah, what's going on? What do you want me to do? Take each bear by the hand and spank him? Because when he's hungry, he goes out looking for food? All right, I'll admit we're wrong. But the damage has never been as extensive as this year. Our places are shambles. Looks like a whole army of bears moved in. Say, now you've told me something worth listening to. Right. What do you mean? We'll be out this afternoon. Then I'll be better able to tell you what I meant. Well, that'll be fine. We appreciate your help. And, well, I might add that we were wrong to come storming in here the way we did. You read us the riot act, and... Well, we deserved it. Good day, sir. Yeah, bye. Good day, gentlemen. Oh, oh, boy. Did you read them off, Bill? 
I'll say he did. But they got what they had coming. They pulled this same sort of thing for the last five years. We can't do it all. I was beginning to think they expected us to move their food for them. Uh, maybe now they do something about this and follow advice. Well, I hope so. I'm always willing to do all I can and then some to help out, but not if they don't want to help themselves. You know, a lot of Christians are like these folks. Well, how do you mean? A lot of Christians expect the Lord to answer their prayers and work miracles when they won't even lift a finger themselves. The Lord will do the impossible, but he expects us to do all that we can. Oh, not right. Yep. That's like the fellow that was hungry and was offered the makings of a couple of sandwiches. He turned the fixings down because he himself had to make the sandwiches. So he went hungry. Well, fellas, we'd better get into the car and hop out to Goose Lake. The days are getting shorter, and it'll be dark soon. like what I think. I don't like what I'm thinking either, young feller. Yeah, those aren't black bear tracks. They're grizzly. You're right there, pal. If I follow Stumpy's and Grey Wolf's line of conversation correctly, they've got a special grizzly in mind. Not old Joe. Yep. Well, how can you tell for sure? Look at print of right front paw. It's oh, not a normal print. By that, I mean a full print. It's sort of stubby, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. He got that mangled paw in a trap many years ago. Also, he's got a slightly deformed left rear paw. Yeah, it's old Joe, all right. We can't get away from that fact. Suffering catfish? Why, he's worked his way back here after we put him in exile out in the wilderness mountains two years ago. Yep, he sure did. He's a shrewd bear and a tough one, all right. I've never seen a grizzly as big as he is. Here come the Goose Lake Wildcats. <laughs> Henry, mind your tongue. Yep. Well, it's the truth anyway, sonny. Well, what'd you find out, Bill? Plenty. Well, is it one bear or more than one? It's only one, but he's the largest grizzly alive. Great day in the morning. Now I know we need protection. That's right. And we're going to give it to you. This particular bear is an old acquaintance. He means we know him from a long way off. You don't get close to a grizzly except at the zoo. Well, why didn't you shoot him before? Roy, that's the easy way out. We shoot animals only as a last resort. They have as much right to live as we do. Remember, this country was his home. The white men invaded and encroached on his privacy. That's why we exiled him two years ago. We didn't think he'd come back. But you can never underestimate the power of a grizzly or his intelligence. And that great truth. They have almost human mind. Well, then he's no match for us. I might tackle a black bear, fight a rifle, but not a grizzly. That's smart thinking. It's even smarter to leave bears to experienced men. <laughs> you can have him. He's too big for us. <laughs> well, let's beat it, men, and let the rangers alone. I wish you success. Now what? Let's get to the car and break out our high-powered rifles. But you said we weren't going to shoot old Joe. We're not. But we're going to be ready in case he attacks us. 
Are we going to get that close? Not as long as my legs are working right, we ain't. My rifle's ready for action. I've got 20 rounds in my belt. Good, Henry. Is the safety on? <laughs> Natch. <laughs> yeah, it's short for yes, in case you don't know it, young fella. <laughs> yeah, my rifle's set. Uh, mine too. Now I'll stick to old Betsy here. She's handled grizzlies before and done a fine job. Okay, Stumpy. Now here's the plan of action. Yeah, we run as fast as we can and climb the nearest tree as soon as we spot <laughs> oh, old Joe. No, no. no, Henry. <laughs> no, not this time, pal. Uh, Stumpy, Gray Wolf, you two fellas patrol this half of the lake shore from Johnson's Corners up to here. Henry and I'll take the other half of the shoreline on this side of the lake. What we do if we see Bear? Drive him off. Tomorrow we'll build a trap for the rascal and get him out of this part of the country. But it's too late for that today. Uh, that wise move. We go now. Uh, one more thing, fellas. What's that, sonny? Don't hesitate to shoot to kill if the old warrior forces the issue. If old Joe wants to leave in a reasonably peaceful fashion, then we'll go along. If he wants to fight it out to the bitter end, then we'll see that he gets plenty of help. What I'm saying is that it's not worth anyone's getting hurt or killed. Don't take any chances. Okay, let's get started. See you later, fellas. Huh. Let's stop and park our bodies for a bit, huh? Okay. We've been walking for two hours now. Seems less than that. Now, don't keep so tense, Henry. If we run into old Joe, he'll tell us. Boy, I hope so. I'd hate to rub noses with him. I have a feeling that we won't see him tonight at all. I hope you're right. What makes you think so? Oh, I don't know. I just feel that way. Old Joe is nobody's fool, you know. <laughs> you can say that again. Well, any bear who's lived as long as he has and has survived as many battles as that guy's come through... Ought to be wise as an owl. That's right. Well, come on. Let's patrol back to the starting point again. Hey, what's that blabbermouth sounding off for? Wolf, tell old Joe to look out for us. Far from the truth at oh. that. Yeah, it looked like old Joe took vacation tonight. He probably got his tummy full from last night's plundering and he's sound asleep. While we walk our feet off watching for him. At midnight, we not see him. I think he not come. Yep. I think you're right, sonny. If he don't show up in a couple of more hours, then he ain't gonna show up at all. It's almost two o'clock. We're almost back at the beginning again. Right. You think he's going to show up after this late? No, pal, I don't. 
We'll wait for Stompy and Gray Wolf to complete their patrol, and we'll head for home. Oh, boy. The old bed'll feel mighty good. You say your place was ransacked last night, Horace? Uh, it sure was, Martin. Well, I thought the Rangers were patrolling the lake shore last night. Well, that's what they said they were going to do. I think the Rangers love the old grizzly. Yeah. They said he was an old friend. Let's get our rifles and take care of that old buzzard ourselves. What time we go out to set trap for old Joe? Well, we'll use the portable steel cage. And I'd say we'll leave about three o'clock this afternoon. I'm near it. Hello, Ranger headquarters. Henry Scott speaking. Henry, this is Abner. Let me talk to Bill. Sure, just a moment. Hey, Bill, it's for you, Abner. Thanks, pal. Hello, Abner. Hello, Bill. I got some hot news for you. Yeah? Yeah, the bear read at the other side of the lake last night. Oh, he didn't. Yep, sure as I'm a foot high. And another thing, the boys are going to take the law in their own hands. Huh? Tonight. When? That's tonight, right. Well, where? What time? About sunset at Martin Harbinger's place. They leave from there. Well, thanks for calling, Abner. I'll be at the meeting at Martin's house tonight. Well, uh, all the men are here, Martin. We can start any time. Okay, men. Now, let's organize into groups before we start out. That's a good idea. Jefferson. Then you can hey, shoot at each other. Where did he, How did you find out about this? I told the rangers, so you thick heads wouldn't shoot each other or get some of you killed by the bear. You are grown men, you old wallers. Why don't you mind your own business? Now, just a minute, Martin. Let's not get mouthy. Abner's right. You'd all go out there in the dark, be jumpy as frogs on a hot stove. The first twig that moved or the first rabbit that ran, you'd all open up with your rifles. Somebody's going to get killed. Yep, they sure are. And what's more, you might tangle with old Joe. He'd surprise you, and then you might wound him. And believe me, mister, I'd rather clean out a rattlesnake's den with one hand than face a wounded grizzly. This here part of the country wouldn't be safe for man or beast until the wounded bear was killed. Well, you've heard the story from men who know what they're talking about. That's why I called him here. I didn't want any tragedies taking place. Why don't you fellas go home and stay inside until Bill and his rangers get this here old Joe caged up and out of this neck of the woods? That's the sensible thing to do. Yeah, I guess you're right again, Bill. I'm sorry we're giving you such a bad time. Oh, forget it, Roy. I can understand how you feel. But give us a little time, and we'll get rid of old Joe for you. But don't take this into your own hands, or someone's going to get hurt or killed. Uh, he's right. Let's go home, man. You said it, Martin, and stay home and mind your own business so these rangers can do their work. Ah, the cage works just like a charm, Bill. Yeah, it's still an apple pie order. Ah, I set strong smelling bait inside. And then we ready for old Joe. I'm going over there in that scrub and sprinkle around some of this appetite powder so the rascal will be able to pick up the scent. Okay, old timer. Oh, you forget rifle. Oh, it's too early for that. I won't need it. 
Uh, maybe. Uh, I set bait in cages and all set. Good. They better erase our scent from around here, then go back to the truck and have a few sandwiches before we settle down to trap our friend. Boy, those sandwiches sound good. Uh, I erase scent in true Indian way. Grizzly not know we here. Can I watch you? Oh, sure, Henry. Well, I've seen you do it before. This time I want to pay real close attention. Ah, we start by putting some... Hey, Stumpy, what's wrong with Stumpy? Hey, here he comes running like the wind. And old Joe's right behind him. Shoot the bear. No, not shoot. Get away. Get back and give the bear room. Stumpy will be all right in the cage. Fire over his head into the ground. Try to drive him off. Oh, don't be in hey, I thought we were supposed to catch an old bear, not an old walrus. I'll give you a walrus if I ever get out of here. Oh, stop it. I'm sorry I messed things up. We had to move the cage. Oh, forget it, Stumpy. <laughs> it was worth it to see you run into it. I'm glad the cage was there. You might have been hurt. Yeah, you can say that again. I shouldn't have foolishly gone off without my rifle. That old grizzly jumped me, and I had to take off like a scared rabbit. <laughs> I know it really isn't funny, but still it is. I'll never forget you running down that trail full blast with old Joe hot on your heels. And then the sight of seeing you inside that cage. <laughs> well, I guess it must have been a pretty comical sight, all right, but uh, you know what they say about my running inside the cage? No, what? Any port is good in time of storm. Looking the cage over. Yeah. Hope we got all the man sent off of it. Or he won't go in. Oh, he interested in the bait. You look inside cage now. Come on, big boy. Just walk in there five feet and your goose is cooked. He's going in. And now he stopped again. He's trying to get man sent. He's a wise one, that bear. He's going in further. Another foot and he'll step on that gate trigger. <laughs> We've got him! What we do now, Bill? We'll take him to the North Timber Ridge country in Randy Sims' seaplane. Oh, boy! Old Joe's going to have the experience of his life! He's taking it pretty good so far. Well, I hope he enjoys the plane ride all the way. Won't take us long to get there. Old Joe have plenty to tell grandchildren now. <laughs> you said it. Not every grizzly gets a free plane ride to a new home. I don't know about him. He's beginning to pace his cage. Maybe he's gotten over his fright. Well, you fellas keep an eye on him. I'm going up to talk with Randy and pick out a suitable lake to land on. Okay, Bill. We'll keep old Joe company.
Well, I think uh, Glass Lake's about the best place to sit down. We can get into shallow water there all right, and then you can let the bear out with comparative safety for us and him. That'll be fine, Randy. Hey, what's the matter with the plane? Oh, I don't know. It's never handled this way before. It ain't air pockets. This is a new experience for me. Wow. Hey, Bill. Yeah? Hold Joe's on the warpath. He's trying to break over his cage. Gray Wolf, pick some food and put plenty of sedative in it. Uh, quick. Stumpy, get your rifle ready. Maybe we can get a rope on him to stop him from drawing the plane. Well, it might work. And again, it might only infuriate him. Here, food. If it's all right, I put it in the cage. No, I'll put it in. You and Henry drive him back with poles. Why don't get my arm torn get off? Get back in that cage. Get out of here. Come back. Watch okay. Okay, I got the food inside. No more. Now give me the sedative. Here, you. I'll put it in his water. Put you. Get out. Get back there, Bill. He's breaking the cage open on this corner. Don't shoot yet. Sedative's got to work soon. You work pretty hard on weak corner of cage. Maybe we drive him back. No. You'll only get worse. He's getting that cage open. I'm gonna let him have it. No. The sedative's got to work very soon. Maybe not, not soon enough. He's getting his head through the corner of that cage. No, Bill! Well, I guess so. Wait! <laughs> the sedative's working. Old Joe's going to sleep. Thank the Lord. We'll get down in the lake and wait until the sedative wears off. And we'll dump the old boy in shallow water and he'll be free again. Yeah, there goes the toughest passenger I ever had. But you know, I'm glad you didn't have to shoot him. So am I, Randy. Now he can live in retirement. He won't be bothered by people anymore. Yeah, it was a lot of work. A couple of close calls. It was worth it to see the majestic beast run free again. He's king of this country. Yeah. And the marauder of Goose Lake escapes those men who would kill him. Just because he acted like a normal bear. You know, I meant what I said in the story. To see old Joe free again did my heart good. The Lord made every animal for a purpose. And he made some of them to be free and wild. Just because man invaded the grizzly's land is no reason he should be killed. Well, see you again next week, boys and girls, for more adventure with... Ranger Bill!
Hi again. Our program today gives me, Ranger Bill, just a little time to talk to you moms and dads about our adventure stories and why we're on the air. We all know that every time a boy or girl listens to one of our programs, he gets some impression of the Christian life and the character of the people involved. So we must be constantly alert to guard the image that's presented, to make it realistic and truthful, neither setting up false ivory tower heroes for fellas and gals to aspire to, or creating the impression that Christianity is an impossible goal in this day and age. We also try to present Christians as people, something which they are. The faults of a Christian don't have to be glossed over. He's human too. So we try to present to you, the listener, a story that from your point of view is a factual photograph of a way of life, namely the Christian way, and showing individuals living, seeing, understanding this way of life, or maybe missing it completely. Let's all be honest before God so that truth can survive. And our young people will turn out to be the good citizens and real Christians that we want them to be.